Thanks for joining the Home Matters Podcast with Eric and Gina Boggs, where they lead authentic, raw discussions about marriage, family life, kids, intimacy, and sex from a biblical perspective. Now, here's your host, Eric and Gina Boggs. Hello, hello. We are back. Podcast number 12, I think. 12. That's right. Eric, hello. Hello. <laughs> Hey, what are you doing over there? <laughs> oh, you okay? I'm just enjoying myself, yeah. Enjoying Good. everyday life? Yep, home matters. I sure am glad. We're glad you're with us. Yes, uh, we are. Hope you are started off to a good day or winding down a good day or... Right in the middle of right a good day. Right in the day. middle of it. Whenever. Uh, That's so. the neat thing about podcasts. You can like listen whenever you want to. Yep. Whenever it works. Earbuds, earbuds in and mm-hmm. take off, right? Listen a few minutes or I listen to podcasts sometimes in the car. And so, you know, you might yeah. go three different places before it's over, but that's all right. And you can listen to them over and over. That's good. So what I do, I listen mm-hmm. to them and uh, go back to them and go back to them. And again, it uh, can maybe help you out. So I sure hope so. Boy, we're getting into it today, aren't we? I uh, guess. Are we? Yep. Okay, and the title of this one is Drum Roll. I want, I want your sex. Okay. <laughs> talking to me? You better be talking to me. Um, uh, yeah, not sure that's the title. Put that out there. words, and uh, we're saying that mm-hmm. from a God perspective. That's right. Everything we teach yep. on Home Matters Podcasts from a God perspective perspective so let us just say right out the gate today um that god is the creator yeah he came up with the great and, idea and we are of gonna, we're and gonna talk about sex and intimacy a little bit today and mm-hmm. uh, again we know that uh in, that is directed toward married couples and uh when we That's say right. that we want you to know what we believe is god wants you to bring your sexual relationship uh place it in his hands yeah and, and surely not to compartmentalize that part of your life and separate it from your your God walk or your your relationship. That's right, with your relationship with God. Yeah, because it was we we use this little phrase a lot. Sex was God's big idea. Yeah, you know, sometime in the world we live in today, we think everybody else kind of thought of it, and then sure. we try to fit it into our relationship with God. When essentially it was God's idea, His yeah. plan. Um, he has the beautiful, perfect plan for how it can be enjoyed the best. Yeah, right. His way. And so. We're living in a time where all all of this stuff is going on with sexuality, mm-hmm. um, all of these uh, these agendas at work, uh, the LGBTQ uh, plus whatever mm-hmm. um, things, uh, other things like the transgender deal. That's right. It's going on. We we often say that that is a searching in in people's lives and. And really, they're searching for something that's real that they feel is genuine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, but we we know and, and we believe that there's a place that if you could ever just embrace what God has in mind when it comes to yeah. sexuality, what He created, He that's, it's, right. that's the only place to find real fulfillment mm-hmm. uh, that that people are searching and longing for. Yeah, and God places a. Uh, Eric and I have taught this through the years. God places a. Uh, a huge priority and a premium on this part of our life and that that sexual relationship 
per God's intention, is to be saved for and shared with one person. That was his intent. And yeah. uh, I know people live lives and they're kind of broken. Uh, but again, you, if you're in a place today that you're headed toward marriage or you want marriage or you're in marriage, mm-hmm. then you realize, hopefully you recognize that God's plan was within that, within that relationship that that was his planned place for you to enjoy your sexuality. That's right. And for it to flourish and become everything that, that he had in mind. Mm-hmm. And again, I think we run into problems sometimes when we compartmentalize that part of our life. Even as, as followers of Christ, we yeah. compartmentalize that part of our life. And and we kind of leave God out outside of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, we think that that's something that uh, we have to kind of hide and... Uh, that's the exact opposite, really, that, that, that God intends for your life. That That's so true. He wants you to welcome him into that part of your life so that he can make it everything uh, that it's supposed yeah, to be. Everything that he intended it to be from the beginning. And uh, most, a lot of studies show that there's a very low percentage of married couples, unfortunately, that really enjoy and are satisfied with this intimate part of their relationship and we just believe you know if god is the orchestrator the creator um if we're his children if we're in relationship with him especially Mm -hmm. we say it this way a lot of times as believers uh in this marriage relationship you should be having better sex than anybody out there yeah and a lot of times we don't look at it that way and unfortunately the statistics uh show sometimes that that may be the case as well that couples aren't enjoying everything that god intends and we just believe the wonderful gift that he's given us should be celebrated um and we should be able to enjoy that part of our life and it be a strength to our relationship and not something that is always a tension point or not always uh something that we're striving and struggling with in our our marriage and even talking the subject again a lot of times it's something that's left out of the yeah, left out of sure. the mainline church. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't like, you know, it's kind of the taboo that we don't we don't talk about, and uh, we just believe that there's a place if we understand that it that it is God's big idea, right? Uh, that there's not so many couples out there that are struggling, uh, struggling to bring it into the realm that God intends for it, or mm-hmm. struggling with with fulfillment. Uh, again, less than ten percent of couples say that they actually enjoy a fulfilled, intimate life, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and that's uh, that's a number that that we believe definitely can change. Right, and and one thing too, and we just we're not here just to throw out a bunch of stats to you, but the percentage of couples who have relationship with Jesus Christ, um, who are following His way their percentage rate goes up in their satisfaction. So once you, as Eric says, stop compartmentalizing those things and realize that God wants to be a part of every part of your life, even that part of your life, um, man, it makes a difference in that intimate peace. And again, even even today as we talk through, uh, excuse my voice a little bit. I feel a little raspiness there. Uh You can can have some water. But, uh, you know, with that, we, we do see that that God places premium on this part of your life. He cherished it to such a degree that, yeah. again, his intent was that that part of your life is only shared with one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, we believe that in that there should be a priority and a value. You know, most people, when we talk about sex, it's kind of 
it, it lacks good taste. It lacks. Uh, That's true. You know, it, it lacks the the purity mm-hmm. that uh, that we should approach that subject with. Uh, and because of that, because people don't know how to handle this topic, and and we're surely not saying that we're experts in the sense that we, no. uh, I mean, even even talking about it, you can get real uncomfortable real quick, uh, especially if other people are around. Uh, but but it is something that you can't ignore as part of your relationship with each other, right? But part of your relationship that that you share with God, yeah, and. Again, sex should be something that that is is what what we enjoy. It should be something that that fulfills our life, right? And actually is productive, fruitful, not just in having mm-hmm. children, but that is part of your whole 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 intimate relationship. Yeah. And again, sex is really just the reward of your intimate life. Uh, That's good. Yeah. The sexual relationship between them. Uh, husband and wife is really mm-hmm. just the reward or can I use the word climax the climax of your intimate relationship right right uh, and there's several several different things we just want to kind of throw out there to you as we get into this today um, this part of our life sex can be um, for God's glory mm-hmm. and, you know again if you have chosen to compartmentalize we keep using that word but if you have chosen to kind of put that in another area and not bring that into your relationship with god that's hard for us maybe to process um but god says that that we honor him with our body and as we come together as husband and wife um that part of our life can bring glory to god when it's done in in a pure way um, in the way that God's led us, it can bring him glory. Um, it unites us as husband and wife. It strengthens that bond, the oneness that God we brought us to, and, to be one. and calls us to. Yeah. And, 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 and when we nurture that intimate relationship, that is that is that is bringing us to a place of again, again, of knowing right. and becoming as one again mm-hmm. from from the beginning. God's intention is that the two were made one yeah. and, the, and that coming together. Uh, that covenant relationship. Yeah, intercourse is that place where you're joined together in every aspect of your being, mm-hmm. body, soul, and spirit. That is mm-hmm. the only place that that kind of union takes place. Again, that is the only place in That's God's right. design that that is to, to take place, where physically, where spiritually, mm-hmm. and emotionally, soul, soulishly, that you are you're actually experiencing that together. That oneness, yeah. yeah. And, and again, in that design, again, we see that God, uh, he created this and it brings us, it brings us into that, that bond that, that unites us together in a way that you can be united with no one else. That's right. Um, people have heard of soul ties. Well, soul ties actually are established by you opening up a part of your life that was not mm-hmm. to be shared with other people. With anybody else. And, yeah. Uh, and that's something that you may be out there. You may have to just confront that and allow God to help you with that, uh, get some counsel on. But, mm-hmm. but again, we're just believing that uh, we see that as as part of this wonderful marriage relationship that builds a strong family, Yeah, makes a stronger family. Uh, well, it makes us stronger together. Yeah. Again, that, that oneness is just um, over and over again, just, just made more to be one. Yeah. More coming together. We've always said that our intimate relationship is one of the strengths of our our marriage, uh, mm-hmm. and I've 
often shared this in different settings where, you know, in all the work that we've done with couples and, and married couples through the years, uh, I've never had one couple that's having major issues that are at a point that they may need to seek out help or even calling it quits. I've never dealt with one couple that came in and said, you know, our intimate life is great. Mm-hmm. You always find that because their intimate life is not what it's supposed to be. And again, we're not talking, when we use the word intimacy, it's not just sex, right? But again, if your intimate life of knowing one another uh, in a very, very intimate way, mm-hmm. uh, if that's not what it's supposed to be, usually uh, it bleeds over or it, it at, at best where it would be a strength, it's not. Right. So, and the strength of that, the strength of that intimate life, that closeness, that knowing, that communicating, um, that looking into each other's eyes and taking time, you know, to talk there, it is a strength. Yeah. And so when you come up against these problems, these issues that we all do, um, when you have that foundation that strength in your life um mm-hmm. that intimate peace uh it does help you through those sure those does. situations i think that's why when you come up upon couples you know they're having issues a lot of times it goes back it has it's affected by their sure. sexual relationship or their intimate relationship yeah, and, and again where that should be something that strengthens the right strengthens yeah, it, your relationship for the adversity you're facing or the trouble mm-hmm. that you're facing it actually is a detractor. It actually is taken away or tearing right, down. Right, can, and, yeah. Uh, we just encourage you to find that, you know, God's Word's very clear. It is. There's so much to said about uh, our intimate life or our sexual relationship. Yeah, even to, even to the point that, um, you know, sex is to be regular. If yeah. you look at the Word, it is to be other-oriented. Uh, it's in and first Corinthians seven, you can go and read it yeah. there that, you know, our body is not as, as a couple, as a married couple, my body's not my own. His is not his own. Right. Right. We belong to the other. And so it's not just my needs and what I need. Uh, but it's that my giving of myself is more important about what he needs than what I need. Yeah. And man, that that's tough sometimes when you, you know, we, we're born selfish, right? Yeah. And so uh, to move past that and understand, yeah, and, you know, that, if, that it's it's to be other-oriented. Yeah. And, again, where Paul is right in there and he's saying, you know, these are just instructions that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that he's he's given to married couples. Uh, mm-hmm. He says things that are, they are like, uh, you're not to withhold yourself from one another. Right. Um, except for. Prayer and fasting. Yeah, and that's saying basically the only time you to hold yourself from one another is for seeking God. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, you should be attentive and serving and making available yourself to mm-hmm. your spouse. Um, so I hate to tell you that seven-year headache <laughs> has to break, right? Uh-oh. It has to go and... Uh, Husband or, or wife. Yeah, or that, you know, that ball game has to go or that... Mm-hmm internet uh searching in social media or or whatever it is you cannot allow those things to continue to keep you Mm -hmm. from fulfilling your obligation that's a bad way to put it it. well some versions call it duty yeah no but but in that though the beautiful part of that is when you submit to god's way 
and you submit to his word, it's not just a duty. Right. That's right. when, when you really give a heart to God and you do serve, we've, we've used the passage before, you know, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. You know, when you, when that is your heart's desire, um, it's not a duty anymore. Right. Uh, it's something that you willingly give. It's something that you willingly do. So, yeah. you know, it's. We're not, we're not going to get through with this, uh, this topic today. We'll come back to it next time. But but one of the things, again, that we just want to encourage you to realize is in your intimate life and especially your, your sexuality, mm-hmm. we just encourage you to realize that that, that is not something this, this, this dirty. That's right. Um, this not. And that's so important. It's not unclean. It's not taboo. You know, you don't say the word sex and God covers his ears and goes, oh, I can't believe they said that. Yeah. Um, again, he created it um, to be a part of a husband and wife's life, a part of their life that they enjoy. Yeah. Um, both of them. Uh, that's the way he intended it to be. And so if it's if it's not at that place, we would just encourage you. You know, right. you, what can we do? What can I do individually? Lord, help me. I pray about your intimate life. Pray about your sex life. And again, that seems kind of, you know, God, he knows. Okay, he knows. I, I don't have yeah, to be embarrassed to, to talk hidden. to God but about my sex life. Go back to our topic, our title, if yeah. you will. Give me. I want your sex. God oh, I wants want you. Yeah. God wants you to bring this part of your life. Yes. And allow him. To lead you and direct you. See, y'all just thought Eric was saying that, and he wanted it. But what we're trying to say, although he probably does, what we're trying to say, yeah, is that God wants that part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And and in that, you come to a place, Hebrews chapter 13, Mm, and a lot of you maybe have heard this, that that we find that that in that, that that God has brought us into this thing called marriage, and mm-hmm. in that it's it's a it's a good thing. It is marriage is a good thing. Kind of got a bad rap nowadays, but it's uh, good. God said it's a good thing. It's honorable, mm-hmm. and the and the marriage bed it says is undefiled. It says it's pure. So right. God is saying and He goes on to say that you know that that fornicators and adulterers that all of those yeah. God will judge, but. I'm just saying that maybe there's a place in your life that you can recognize that God wants you to bring this yeah, this very precious thing in your life. Give it to mm-hmm. him. There may be wounds. There may That's be uh, so abuses. There may be some type of molestation mm-hmm. uh, that you have suffered from. But we're just saying let God take this part of your life and bring it into the place of purity yes. and, and holiness. Uh, That's right. And again, let him make it what he wants it to be between your 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 spouse and you, mm-hmm. uh, hey, it's a wonderful gift from God. It is, and yeah. He intends for it to be something that's fulfilling, strength, yeah, to your relationship, strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll come back to it next time. We'll start Part off two. again uh, talking about the intimate relationship. So again, tell somebody you heard somebody talking about. It's not an old song. It's a new thought yeah. that God wants your sex and uh, look for it. Uh, to be something that he wants it to be. Next time. Can't wait to see you then. See you then. Bye-bye.